podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. I'm here to set the record straight. What didn't kill you did not make you stronger. It made you traumatized. And now, because yes, this is where we're starting and this is how it's going to go. I'm tired of hearing that phrase. It tap dances on my last nerves. And I know that people mean well, but when we continue to repeat the same things that we've heard generation after generation without actually analyzing the truth of the root of the saying, we are passing down harmful things to the people and the ones that we love the most. No, it did not make you stronger. Did you die? No, but unfortunately there are people who are so traumatized that death would have been a happy medium for them. So let's, if you are somebody who says, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger, I want you to stop saying that now. I need you to stop. And I believe it was episode 78 or somewhere along that line. I talked extensively about trauma, but I just had to come back and spin the block one more time because I was giving a talk not too long ago and it was actually centered around healing. And I told people, I said, um, centering my trauma is not the thing that healed me. In fact, hyper-focusing on my trauma day after day and talking about it and ruminating over it and being triggered by the things that traumatized me actually created a worldview painted by pain. And that focus created a story internally that shaped woundedness. And that woundedness Almost until I accessed my healing, it almost created a a defining like personality of a victim, of someone who just wasn't worthy. Like your trauma is not healing you. And it is actually when you keep thinking about and not doing something about your trauma, if you're only stopping there with the fact that they hurt you, which I'm not, I'm not invalidating. I know they did. And I'm sorry they did. And now it's your turn to take the power back by gaining your healing. We can't just center our days around the collective trauma or even the individual trauma that has come forth in our lives. We have to create space for joy, for laughter, for play, and for most important, healing. Like healing has to be the center at your at whatever you do, especially if you are someone who is a trauma survivor. And I was like, you know what? We need to talk about this a little deeper because I don't think that people understand the lasting effect that especially childhood trauma can have on your physical and mental health. Thank God for the neuroplasticity of our brains, which we might be talking about a little bit later in this episode. But because of that neuroplasticity, We are able to heal. There's no reason why we're not at least trying to show up in so many ways. Like therapy, talk therapy is only one way, one avenue of healing. It's not the only way and it doesn't work fully for everyone if you are at a stage where you are having a hard time trusting people. 
You know what? Let's just talk about plasticity since I said it real quick. Basically, it's exactly how it sounds. So during our childhood, our brains are very plastic. So like, you know, they're flexible and they're malleable and the connection between different brain areas change in strength as we have different experiences and develop different understandings of the world and like place things in it. When trauma occurs, it is basically us placing certain things. So if you were someone who had an abusive parent, now you are thinking and connecting parent with protector, with possible provider, with abuser, with neglector, with abandoner. You understand what I'm saying? Like your brain categorizes those things. So that's why certain triggers occur because trauma is like this time warp thing where it brings the past to your present until you do something about it. So if there was someone who harmed you and they always smelled like alcohol because they were inebriated, when you smell alcohol even 30 years later and you haven't dealt with that trauma, it's going to trigger you and take you immediately back to how you felt. If there was someone who was always so loud and volatile and aggressive in your life, the inner child in you was going to rise up and they are going to respond to that person, even if this other person has no idea about what has happened. So know your trauma did not make you stronger. No, you did not need it for your testimony. Yes, I am coming for next today because I'm telling you, I am. It, why would we put God in such a small box to think that he needs to use this negative, terrible, horrible, desensitizing, derogatory, horrific experience to build our character? Why would we think that that's the type? And first of all, why would you serve that type of God? Why would you accept that? Why? Genuinely, I am really wanting to know. So let's talk about what it did do. If trauma did not make you stronger, what did it do? Well, number one, it led to a sensitized nervous system. Okay. And we did talk about the nervous system, but we talked about the fight or flight or freeze. Remember all of that? And when you are unable or have not yet accessed your healing, your nervous system is going to be in shambles. When children experience trauma, and remember I'm speaking about children because most of our trauma comes from our childhood. We just didn't realize it until we started to slowly access the fact that, oh wait, not everybody in the world is living like this and there is a more positive experience that I can have right? But some people are still asleep to that. And all you can do is pray for them. That's another thing up. Oh, you know, I'm infamous or whatever for my caveats, but <laughs> we let the Holy Spirit lead. Let me tell you this. When you capture your healing, you will want everybody around you to be healed. Unfortunately, that is not going to be the case. That is not me being negative. That is me telling you the facts because your healing journey is yours and yours alone. Now, will you healing impact other people just by you healing? Absolutely. And you have to trust God's plan for their life because they are the co-creators of their healing journey, not you. And the more you take ownership over wanting so deeply for somebody, uh, somebody else's healing more than they even want it, that's going to deter and delay your own healing journey. Okay. Take control over what is yours and release control over everything else. Now, back to what we were talking about. When children experience trauma, our brains detect threats more easily, which means we might feel stress, anxiety, or depression more easily. And that carries over into adulthood. You see all these 
I don't like to say broken because I don't believe people are broken. I do believe they're wounded. But when you see all these wounded people walking around being unkind, being aggressive, being just divisive, then people didn't get their healing, friend. They did, and that will help you understand and not take stuff so personal. Wow, how sad is it that this is the way they're showing up? That's that. When I tell you, when people be acting crazy around me, that is the way that I remember to get myself back grounded. Because I have, when I imagine myself in them shoes, I'm like, wow, can you imagine what it would take for me to act like that? And I don't say it out loud, but it helps me empathize because I'm like, hmm. They must be real triggered right now. So I'm going I'm to exit stage left. But anyway, so trauma did not heal you. Trauma did not make you stronger. It led to a D, no, not D, a sensitized nervous system. And it also increased your inflammation. Congratulations. And I'm saying this in jest, but it's no laughing matter. Because we use the word trauma. Sometimes people like have a boo-boo on their leg and they say that's trauma. Well, no, it's not you were hurt. When your body, your body and your biological makeup is infected by the infliction of pain, harm, and disarray, that's when you know you have been traumatized, okay? So your inflammation is something that you do not want. In good times, in typical times, when we activate that sympathetic nervous system, that actually triggers our immune system and our inflammation response to help our bodies repair from physical injuries. But again, when that activation doesn't turn off, when you don't switch the activation switch down, you are unable to actually have a real immune and inflammation response because it's on all the time. That's like if you left your car running for 12 years, the car's not going to keep running. And if you actually need to finally go somewhere, you out of gas. That's the same thing that happens. In fact, there are studies, of course, because this is actually one of this is uh, one of the first things that I like really got super excited about learning is just trauma but we already talked about that so i'm not really you have to go listen to that other episode or you know i'll put some resources so you can get into it but there's this one research study that i was reading and it was done in 2017 i believe and these people i think it was a thousand people they were followed from birth to 32 years of age they were mistreated in childhood and at the adult marker, they still had elevated inflammation from what happened back in their childhood. So I want you to know that that inflammation changes how the transmitters, your neurotransmitters work in your brain. And depending on how early it happens, it actually affects your brain development. And I don't want you to get scared because when we hear things like this, we start to think, oh, well, Screw this because it's no change for me. No, that's not true. Remember what I just talked to you about neuroplasticity. So the same way your body and your brain was wired because of the trauma, it can be rewired through your healing regardless of your age. So there is so much that can happen in a good way to rewire your brain and your nervous system by having new positive and supportive experience. So just think about neuroplasticity as creating habits, you're replacing the things that harmed you with the things that heal you, the things that you love. And this whole podcast has been about making sure that we are putting those things into our lives. Okay. 
Also, I want to say that your trauma did not make you stronger. It did not heal you. It did not help you be the person that you are, but it distressed you. It created a sense of helplessness that you may still be carrying right now. It changed your perception of the world and people might not understand, but like chronic health problems can result as an, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Like an implication of trauma. But beyond even that, this there's this inner world that people don't understand. Like they might see you as jumpy or um, unable to be able to trust people or super just agitated. They don't understand that life in itself feels like a threat because when you are young and you actually are helplessness and people take advantage of that, you have now been exposed. Remember, you're categorizing. You're exposing like things beyond your control with danger. You're categorizing that in your brain. And that's why it's so important. Like, I'm not even, I just really need you all to know because I know episode 100 is coming up. And I know that that might be like, if it's not the end of the podcast, it's going to be a break until God tells me to start it back up. But I really need you to know that healing is possible. And I don't mean healing from surgery only or healing from an injury only or healing from a relationship only. I mean, holistic healing. But you have to take advantage of the tools that are available. You can't be like, oh, that's just some other people's stuff. You, If you want to be well, you got to do something about it. Remember, the healing is your responsibility. The pain was what they did. It had nothing to do with you. You were not responsible. I don't care what anybody tries to say. You had nothing to do with that terrible act. But the journey of healing is yours and yours alone. And you have to remember that it's worth taking, okay? The journey is worth taking. So the next time somebody else tells you what didn't, and you know, before I even say that, let me, since I'm already in the mood, let me talk to the people who try to create this sense of, oh, I started, what is that Drake song? Started from the bottom, now I hear I made it out the mud type of mentality. And you're creating this simulation of actually struggling through something that you created. It was self-imposed. I have no respect for that. I have no honor for that. I am disgusted with the fact that you have created these traumatic situations for yourself when you had an avenue to thrive and you thought, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be disgusted because again, I'm putting myself in your shoes. What would it take for me to do that? I don't know, but I know some sort of delusion would have to take place for me to choose nonsense, trauma and just ruining my life just for street cred okay hi road me all the time there if i had the opportunity friend i wouldn't be taking that because what trauma does is it makes you side eye people in the first place it makes you feel uncomfortable in your own body it makes you have struggles when you communicate and connect with people it makes you second guess yourself So please, if you are a youngin' and you're listening to this, don't listen to these rappers. Half of these rappers go home and they don't live the life that they're even rapping about. They just know that's where the bag is. You do not have to create this fake scenario or even put yourself in a dangerous situation to show a persona of you that's not even real. There's more value in who you actually are, but it's harder 
let me put it this way it's easier to be a fake and a foe you than it is to really find out who you actually are so i'm challenging you to rise up to that challenge too okay because trauma is not something that anybody should experience if you are a parent i beg you i beg you to take your actions seriously you i will go on record and say that parents have the most absolute important job in this world because you are creating the future literally this little baby this little child did not ask to be here you summoned them into the physical realm okay you did you gave them the invitation and they accepted it do not allow your information your lack of information i should say your lack of healing to reset their personality through trauma I'm going to put some resources in the chat. No, look at me thinking I'm back at work. Not in the chat. See, my 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 real life um is interfering with this podcast. <laughs> Not in the chat, but in the show notes. Because the, the truth is like healing is so accessible. We just have to wake up to it and we have to stop telling our lies and romanticizing the fact that trauma made us stronger because it just 100% didn't. I'm happy that it didn't kill you. And I'm so happy that healing is so much more accessible today than it was in yesteryears. But we rebuke that saying from now on, please. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Bye.